The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Angels, we all have them. They're our unseen guides, our companions, our teachers, and they're all around us. Sometimes, they make themselves known in the most miraculous ways. Join Angel Communicator, Reiki Master, and QHHT hypnotherapist Christy Clemens Hoffman for stories from real people who have experienced real life angel encounters. Hello, and welcome back to the Real Life Angel Encounters podcast. In this episode, I'm going to do something a little different. And don't I always seem to be saying that? Well, this episode, I think, is going to be pretty different. So in this episode, we're going to feature a talk that I gave on June 1st, 2022, that was called Depicting the Divine. And this talk was part of the opening ceremonies, the three-day opening gala of the Great Gossamer Exhibition of 2022 at the University of Central Missouri campus in Warrensburg, Missouri. So this show, The Great Gossamer 2022, was years in the making. I mean, literally. It was supposed to be The Great Gossamer 2020 exhibition. And we all know what happened. Same with 2021. So finally, we got to have this show. And it's a very special show indeed. If you happen to be in the Warrensburg, Missouri area up until July 8th, no, I'm sorry, July 8th of 2022, you can see this art show. So it is an art exhibition having to do with spirituality and art. And the three-day opening extravaganza was truly something. I was invited to speak the very first night, and um, we also had a scientist, a biologist, in fact, who talked about the importance of biology and spirituality, which was fascinating. Uh, During the three-day event, we also had an astrologer talk about the importance of astrology in art, um, how we can see different astrological concepts in art. That was very interesting. There was also a shaman from Vermont who talked about ley lines and how his property that he purchased in Vermont is uh, connected to the ley lines, talked about some ritual that he does on his land. There was also a sound healer from out near Lawrence, Kansas, Paul Rudy. You might know Dr. Paul Rudy, who's a composition instructor and sound healer. He teaches at the University of Missouri, Kansas City, also part of the university system. He talked about uh, sound healing, of course, and different frequencies. So the whole art, the opening, the, uh, the art opening was so interesting. And I couldn't believe that I had been invited to speak at this. Now, granted, I know the organizer, the lead organizer of this exhibition, and he knows what I do. He knows I'm a medium and an angel intuitive. 
Um, but I was still very surprised when I was asked to speak at this thing. I, it took me weeks to figure out what the heck am I going to have to offer at an art exhibition <laughs> and until I finally realized that you know there is quite a bit about art in spirituality and I could talk about two artists that I actually know and you may recognize these names from previous episodes of Real Life Angel Encounters. That's David Ditchfield and Susan Walter. Now both David and Susan are near-death experiencers and after their near-death experiences they were told to paint, to create art. I also talk about Dr. Eben Alexander who wrote Proof of Heaven, also a near-death experiencer, and Jill Bolte-Taylor who gave a beautiful TED talk called My Stroke of Insight. Now Jill did not have a near-death experience but she did have a major stroke. And each one of these people talk about the beauty and the, I don't know, the divine nature of the other side and feel compelled to paint it, draw it, create music about it, and talk about it, and write about it. And I thought that was very worthy of bringing to this exhibition where Susan's and David's artwork were featured and David also had his music, his symphony playing in the background in the lobby before people came in actually for the program. And I should add too that Susan Walter creates sound healing and sound frequencies with crystal bowls and she's created, uh, well you'll hear it in the talk, but she's created artwork having to do with solfeggio frequencies, which are certain types of tones in frequencies. All in all, I found it fascinating. Hopefully you will too, and I hope you enjoy this episode. But before I let you go here, I would hope that you could maybe do me a couple of favors. First of all, however you're listening right now, please hit the like, follow, subscribe, I don't know, send me more button, whatever it's called, on whatever device you're listening to and whatever platform you're listening to. So please do that. I would love it too. If you wouldn't mind, write a five-star review or just click five stars. That's fine. I'd, I'd be happy with that. So these two things will greatly help other people find this podcast because it boosts us in the algorithms. Algorithms are important. And so I would love for you to do that. And also, another tiny favor, maybe share this podcast with your friends, your coworkers, your partners, your neighbors, anybody that you can find to talk to about angels. I'd greatly appreciate it because my last ask, and it's a big one, is to share stories with me. So these can be your own stories. They can be someone else's stories that you say, well, I heard about this thing, and hopefully they can confirm it, but uh, if you even read a story in the newspaper or the social media or the internet or I don't know where you read your stories, but if you hear of something in the news that you think is really pretty cool, I would love to hear about it. So please post it on the Facebook group, which is Real Life Angel Encounters. Um, it's a private Facebook group, but you, no worries. You just answer a couple questions and you're in. Or you can send it to me, send me your stories at angelencounterspodcast at gmail.com. That's angelencounterspodcast at gmail.com. 
Thank you so much for everything. I really love that you're listening to this show. So now, without further ado, Depicting the Divine. First of all, I'd like to thank everybody for this wonderful opportunity. This exhibition is very important in my estimation. So thank you to Rich, to John, to everybody who put this together, the university, the art department, everybody who made this possible. I thank you so much. So um, about me. There we go. There we go. About me. That's me. Um, so yes, I'm a spiritual medium. I'm a medical intuitive. Reiki master and a regressive and healing hypnosis practitioner. I practice readings, Reiki, and regression in the Kansas City area and online. I'm also the host of the Radiate Wellness Podcast, which Rich has so graciously been on, and the Real Life Angel Encounters Podcast as well. I get to interview practitioners, psychics, authors, experiencers, and visionaries for these two shows. I'm also known as the soccer mom psychic and the foul mouth angel lady. <laughs> my passion in my career is to let clients know who and what they truly are and that no one is ever truly alone. We have unseen guides and helpers who are with us constantly. I peer into what's called the Akashic Records or a vast etheric Hall of Records overseen by our masters, teachers, elders, and loved ones containing the records of our thoughts, words, and actions across lifetimes. This allows us to see the soul families that we travel with lifetime after lifetime, our plan for this life and others, and our lives and our soul's purpose. As a medical intuitive, I am privy to the emotions and energies that clients hold in their bodies. Over time, these thoughts, emotions, and beliefs create energetic blockages and even physical dis-ease that I can see and clear with Reiki energy. I know this sounds really crazy, but trust me, it truly works, and it's real. It helps to improve health, remove symptoms, and speed healing. I even wrote a chapter about this in the international best-selling book, The Gap, Simple Steps to Reclaim Your Health and Reverse Most Chronic Diseases. It's for sale in the library, by the way. Uh, <laughs> one of the hypnosis methods I use is quantum healing hypnosis technique. I am one of 31 level 3 QHHT, QHHT practitioners in the world. QHHT, as developed by the late Dolores Cannon, is a hypnosis technique that allows us to lift the veil and glimpse the other side to see other lifetimes that we need to understand and call in our higher self for additional insight and healing. We do this through visualization and deep relaxation. I guide clients to what's known as the theta state of consciousness, one that we enter into two times each and every day, right before we go to sleep and right when we awaken. At the time that Dolores was first refining this technique, the conventional wisdom was said that not to work with clients in this state because strange things will happen. And they did. In this state of consciousness, we enter a vivid dreamlike state in which we can experience a thinning of the veil. Clients describe other worlds and other dimensions in which they have rich experiences of learning, healing, and growth. Also in this, this technique, they have the opportunity to speak to their higher selves through the subconscious or the consciousness that's just behind our waking consciousness. But why do we do this? 
to answer the questions of life, the universe, and everything as Douglas Adams once posited. To explore these questions, we must turn to the creative process. The nexus between spirituality and art is as old as the Venus of Willendorf itself. Our place in and understanding of the universe is and always has been a grand quest. This is an important role of art, music, and dance. It's also why people seek psychics, astrology, and prayer. We want and need to connect with something greater than ourselves. As a professional medium, this is my job. Total world domination of the message that we are not alone. That each one of us is bigger than we can even imagine. That the greater part of us is connected to God itself, however we see it. The epigraph of this exhibition, a quote from Paul Gauguin, where do we come from? What are we? Where are we going? Has been life's greatest mystery since humans first expressed consciousness. Ever since we had the thought to ask these questions, we created cave paintings, figurines, music, magic, and ritual to connect with and explain the gods who surely must be our source. As a spiritual medium and coach, this is my bread and butter. To connect with the other side, to deliver messages, meaning, and hope to clients who are lost spiritually and emotionally. But when I was asked to speak at this exhibition, I had no idea what I was going to say. I had no idea if I could offer anything useful. I'm not an artist. Spiritual and creative, yeah. Singer and actor sometimes, but not a visual artist. So I started to reflect on the artists that I know. Two immediately came to mind, David Ditchfield and Susan Walter. What these artists have in common is that they have glimpsed the great mystery. They're both near-death experiencers, and they're both featured in this exhibition. Susan's art is right over here on the wall. She's got two pieces, these mandalas, and David's, uh, two of his prints are back on the back wall. Plus, David's music is being played in the, in the lobby area when, we, when you filtered in. In 2006, David Ditchfield was pulled under a train. You may have heard about it. His case gained global attention and expanded safety features on public transit in England. During David's subsequent surgery to save his arm, he had a near-death experience. In it, David was met by a team of angelic healers, including one in a black t-shirt and another a Native American woman. After his life-changing experience, David was drawn, no, compelled, to paint it to create a symphony and write a book of his story. Mind you, David was a very rudimentary musician, a wannabe punk rocker who knew approximately three chords. And while he designed basic signs and t-shirts, he was not what one would consider an artist. And growing up dyslexic, he was not exactly a writer either. Yet David completed many canvases. He was not... Um, Many canvases, he wrote an entire symphony based on his experience with no prior composition experience and wrote the best-selling story of his life that will be made into a film soon. Now, the copy of his book is also available in the lobby, I should add. In fact, many of David's pieces are in them. Some of his pieces are in this show as, and his music. Oh, that's David. So sorry. So David, his art symphony and then the book that's uh, available in the lobby his, along with his website. And then Susan Walter. 
Susan Walter had two near-death child experiences as a child during life-saving surgeries. One when she was four years old and the other when she was six. After this, she began seeing and talking with her angels. As an adult in 1997, she began seeing other people's angels as well, and they told her to start painting them. Susan had no formal training and was kind of intimidated by this, but they told her, no worries, we'll help you, we'll teach you. They insisted they'd help her, so she started creating artwork. Over the years, Susan has won awards for her angelic and visionary art. Later, these angels started talking to her in music, so specifically sofelgio frequencies, which she translated into two-dimensional mandalas, turning them into full-color greeting cards and coasters and even coloring books. Then Susan also began doing sound healing using singing crystal bowls. If you look at Susan's natal chart and the charts of her near-death experience dates, which Mary Jane Stodenman has done, Mary Jane, of course, is going to be speaking Friday night, she is an artist by nature. Plus, she was not supposed to make it through these near-death experiences, according to her natal chart. Further, from her birth chart, Susan seems to have chosen some sort of spiritual exchange. Susan believes that a walk-in, or the other, came in during these experiences, meaning that during her near-death experiences, she may have had another soul walk in to tag-team her original soul and continue her life here, her journey on Earth. It's certainly interesting to think about as you explore her works that are featured in this exhibition. Then somebody else came to mind. Dr. Eben Alexander, you may have heard of him. A former professed atheist, Dr. Alexander spent over 25 years as an academic neurosurgeon. Then in 2008, he went into a coma by way of a rare and mysterious bacterial meningoencephalitis of unknown cause. He spent a week in a coma on a ventilator, not expected to come out of it. On the seventh day, to the surprise of everyone, he started to awaken with memories of a beautiful afterlife, complete with music. He now envisions a more complete reconciliation of modern science and spirituality as a natural product of his experience. Since his near-death experience, Dr. Alexander has dedicated himself to sharing information about near-death experiences and other spiritually transformative experiences and what they teach us about consciousness and the nature of reality. His co-produced CD, Seeking Heaven, uses digital harmonic frequencies, sacred instruments, sounds of nature, and the human voice to help listeners recreate the four stages of Dr. Alexander's miraculous spiritual experience. And then his book, Proof of Heaven, is wonderful. I suggest reading it. And then he's also written a few other books as well. Then we have Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor's TED Talk and book of the same name, My Stroke of Insight. One day in 1996, Dr. Taylor experienced a severe hemorrhage in, her left, in the left hemisphere of her brain. And this was really cool because she happened to be a Harvard-trained and published neuroanatomist whose research specialized in understanding how the brain creates our perception of reality. During her ordeal, she experienced the left hemisphere of her brain, which tells us that we're separate and is in charge of logical thinking, go offline. 
letting the right hemisphere of her brain take over. The right brain is responsible for creativity and intuition and helps us feel connected to all that is. The bleeding in her brain caused Taylor to go in and out of two separate consciousnesses, that of the left brain and of the right. When her left brain was online, she realized, I need help. How do I get help? I need to call someone. I need a number. What's our, what are numbers? And where do I find one? She rifled through the papers on her desk and found a business card. Covering one eye so that she could see better, Taylor painstakingly compared the squiggles on the card with the buttons on the phone. When someone finally answered, they sounded to her like Charlie Brown's teacher. Wah, 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 right? When the left hemisphere of her brain went offline, she was live in the right hemisphere, which she describes as la-la land. All is one. I am connected to everything. I am part of all that is. It was absolutely beautiful. At the end of her talk, an emotional Dr. Taylor says, we get to choose. We get to choose where we live. In the left hemisphere of the brain that keeps us separate and has us remember to buy bananas. Or the right, which reminds us that we're connected to the universe and part of absolutely everything. What unites these creators is the drive, no, the compulsion to tell their stories, in some cases with art and creativity. They've glimpsed the other side and are compelled to express it. What is it about lifting the veil that is so compelling? Meaning, yes, discovering our place, beauty, but also connection with the thrill of divine love and eternity, and possibly glimpses into the answers to the questions, where do we come from? What are we? Where are we going? So why am I talking about this? I haven't had a near-death experience or a major stroke, but I do have the ability to express my connection with the other side through my spiritual gifts and the beauty of that spiritual connection. Oh, nope, there we go. I do this with four distinct spiritual gifts. I call these the clairs. Clairvoyance, or the gift of sight that's connected to intuition. Clairvoyance is the ability to receive pictures, symbols, colors, and even whole scenes that have significance, either in our mind's eye or through the physical eyes. Then there's clairaudience, or the gift to receive intu intuition through auditory means from a song on the radio that has a particular relevance to a recent thought or question or to a loved one's favorite song heard in an unlikely space, to even hearing our name called or etheric music. Then there's claircognizance, or the gift of receiving a thought or a block of thought directly into the mind popping in from nowhere. And then finally, clairsentience, which is basically every other sense from a gut feeling to a significant aroma to truth bumps to feeling something brush against the skin. These spiritual gifts tell us that we are part of all that is, part of the spiritual experience. I began at an early age with clairvoyance, seeing ghosts when I was a baby, and adding claircognizance in my upper elementary years then adding clairaudience and finally clairsentience as an adult when I started working with clients. But I'm not special. We're all born fresh from the veil with these abilities. They're a birthright. 
I compare this with the ability to sing. From birth, we all have the ability to sing. Some are just more naturally gifted from birth. Others can train to improve, but we can all sing. We're also all born intuitive, some more so than others, and some can learn to use and refine their gifts. I always recommend to clients to use these gifts once we know about them. They make our lives richer and more connected. The other side where we find the answers to life's great mysteries is closer than you think. You don't have to croak or experience half of your brain going offline to connect with it. You just have to be open. Thank you. A special thank you to James Wheeler for the original music and Cassandra Harold for the voiceovers. Please subscribe and follow wherever you're listening now. And be sure to tell your friends. The more people know about this podcast, the more great story submissions we get. Submit your own real-life angel encounters to angelencounterspodcast at gmail.com. Want to know what your angels and loved ones have to tell you? Schedule an appointment with Christy at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. I'm Laura Worcester, host of the Intuitive Life Podcast. As an intuitive medium and teacher working with the world of spirit, I love to share the peace that comes with the awareness that our departed loved ones are still with us. And I also love to help people explore what it means to live an intuitively led life. Start listening now on mindbodyspirit.fm or wherever you get your podcasts.